Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization with a mission to mobilize the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Last year, their Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, or VITA program, helped 1,400 households file their taxes for free. This year, the expanded child tax credit is available to Chautauqua County households with children, even if they don't normally file taxes or have a recent income. Nearly every parent or caregiver of a child with a Social Security number can receive up to $3,600 per child, and it's not too late. Learn more at getctc.org chq. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of Community Radio in Jamestown, New York. Today, I am talking to Michael Grandinetti, who will be performing at the Regilinay on September 17th. The magic of Michael Grandinetti will be hitting there, 7.30 at the Reg. This looks like a lot of fun, and I want to learn more about the performance, learn more about Michael Grandinetti, and uh, you know, let everyone know what they can expect from the show. So let's get into it with Michael. Michael, how are you? Anthony, I am great. How are you? Doing really good. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this. It's it's cool. I mean, at the Regilin A, we uh, as anyone knows listening to this who goes to performances and stuff there, you know, we we try to get a little bit of everything, and uh, this is looking really cool. The magic of uh, Michael Grandinetti. I I think this is uh, something. I know I'm looking forward to. I'm sure a lot of uh, others will be as well. You know how uh, how long now? Because I know you've been at this quite a while. You've done some amazing things with your career. How long have you uh, been taking your performance on the road? How long have you kind of been touring with your magic and kind of doing this all? A long time. You know, I, uh, you know, it, it's sometimes when, when I actually, you know, say how many years it is, it doesn't sound right because it feels like, it feels like yesterday I kind of started all this, but I've been doing this for a long time and I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, the show that we're bringing uh, there to Jamestown is a show that I've been touring with uh, for quite a while. And the fun thing about it is, is that it's very interactive. So the audience isn't just going to sit there and watch the show. The show is designed specifically to involve the audience uh, in the magic throughout the show. So by the time everyone leaves, everyone in the theater will be able to say they had some part in the magic, which which we have a lot of fun with. That's really cool. That is that is amazing. Like that... Uh... You know, I, I'm sure with a lot of them, you're not expecting uh, everyone to be able to do that. That that's quite neat that you can get the uh, entire audience kind of uh, you know brought in. The, the kind of interesting that that always interests me too, the audience participation and doing doing things like that. Like like for you, what's it what's it like being because because when I think of things like that, I go like on your side, obviously. I mean, you're the professional and and you're doing this and and you know you, you know you know what you're doing and everything, but. When you get when you get the audience, you know you might you just might have someone in there who's you know who knows maybe they've never been on stage or they've been part of something they'll participate. I mean, is it is it a whole another skill set to like kind of work with an audience and kind of get them in on this? If you know what I mean, if you know what I mean, it's like is that a is that a whole another skill set on top of the performance? Is like doing the audience part and working with an audience? Well, that that's really a good question because that is. I would say one of the biggest variables in the show, you know, the magic is consistent uh, throughout, but the, the audience members you get up, it's different every night. It's different every show. Um, and that's what makes it fun for me is, you know, the interaction with the people. Cause like I said, it, you never know what you're going to get. So kind of rolling with it and having fun with it is, is, you know, a big part of the game uh, for me, for me, um, you know, it's, it's, 
it's about making sure it's a great experience for the audience members that come up. You know, it's, it's making, I always tell them at the beginning of the show that when I explain how interactive it's going to be, that it's going to be easy and it's going to be fun because I don't want anyone to worry about coming up on stage or, or like it's going to be a difficult time for them. It's all about getting them up there and making sure they have a great experience and have a lot of fun. And many times they actually make some of the magic happen themselves. They leave with a great story. So, you know, that's kind of where the, you know, where my um, perspective is on it. It's giving everyone a great time uh, who comes up and making sure they have fun. Where, uh, where did your interest for, I mean, all of this, like, like for magic and everything, where did it originally come from? Like, where does all this kind of begin for you? Well, I'm lucky. You know, I always tell people I found what I love to do at a very early age. Um, and I realize how fortunate I am to have done that. Some people look a long time to find whatever their passion is. Uh, for me, I got a magic set for Christmas when I was five. And that was it. I was hooked. I just I just knew that this was, you know, what I wanted to do. And, you know, I think a lot of kids have dreams of being, you know, whatever. Um, and they get off the path and they do different things. Um, and that's fine as long as they find something that makes them happy. For me, I just, I never got off the path. Once I got that magic set, um, I was... I was hooked and everything I did moving forward was all about pursuing that career of uh, being a magician. That's really cool. You know, with, with like, with something like that too, I, I was kind of wondering this cause like, I, I feel like with, with like certain things, like, I, I don't know, I kind of uh, I apply for myself, like music where like, you go, you know, you learn music as a kid and maybe you can find those mentors or you find, you know, maybe older people, you know, has been playing a while and they can like teach you things. For you in something like this, like with magic, I mean, starting out and growing up, I mean, were there mentors for you? Were there like older people who were in, who were in like, uh, you know, magic and stuff who like you could get guidance from and learn from? Or I mean, like, did that exist where you were? Did you kind of have to like learn stuff yourself? No, I mean, not to date myself, but this was before YouTube. This was before, you know, um, even when I was when I was really young, before the internet and everything, so it was you really had to dig. You had to dig deep to find stuff. Um, I'd go to, to uh, libraries around um, town. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, so I'm an East Coast guy. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, you know, it. Uh, I, I would I would you know kind of scour libraries for any magic book they had. I would go through the TV listings every week they would come, and I would go through every kind of talk show and see if there would be any magicians on. Um, I really had to had to work hard at it but you know i think there's something to be said for that because it makes you kind of appreciate what you find um and it kind of teaches you to to really dig deep and, and again look hard for for what you want so you know it made me very kind of motivated and um taught me how to work hard to research stuff so i think that was all very helpful in those days when you uh when you did start hitting the road and and you know taking your uh performance out there i mean was there a was there either like a specific city or part of the country or like somewhere that like seemed to really embrace you before anywhere else like a place that you seemed to get like the best reception starting out with your performance oh well i'll tell you something um fortunately audiences have always been um you know wonderful wherever wherever i've taken the show uh but growing up you know, this kind of ties back into your to your last question. Uh, you know, growing up in Pittsburgh, uh, the people of Pittsburgh, you know, were so you know, tremendously supportive of what I did. When I was, you know, in my teens, I was uh, adding larger illusions to the show and trying to really push myself to make the show as great as I can could at that point. 
and they were uh, they were incredibly supportive. They would hire like a 15 year old kid to, you know, perform at their theater or perform at their event. And they, you know, treated me like I was a professional at all times and never treated me like I was a kid doing magic. Uh, when you get that kind of support and that kind of encouragement, it really, you know, really gives you the belief that you can keep pushing forward with this. Once I, you know, was in my early 20s and started to tour nationally, uh, I would say, you know, like I said, every market has been uh, great. I mean that sincerely. I, all the people have been wonderful. I think part of this magic really appeals to such a broad audience everything from kids to teenagers to adults to people of all ages um so i think that you know they come in already ready to kind of embrace what they're about to see so uh it's been a great experience everywhere i've gone that's great i mean also i think that's awesome to have that uh you know to have that support system like that too in pittsburgh and for to have a warm reception starting out because it's like you know, if you're if you're figuring all this out and you're working on your craft and stuff, that positive reception probably helps you, you know, continue and move on and like work on these things versus, you know, if you're not if people aren't as receptive or they're not, you know, they're not giving you the kind of warm attention and stuff. It's like maybe maybe you wouldn't continue moving on and, and working in that way. I'm sure that's very, uh, very important, you know, to start out having uh, kind of having something like that, you know. Oh, for sure. They never gave me any reason to doubt myself. Uh, you know, they, they just always made me feel like it was something that I was going to, that I was succeeding at, that I was going to succeed at. So, and again, when you're in your teens and you're just kind of coming up and just starting out, that's really, really important, uh, you know, to, to, to do that. So I had a lot of motivation and, um, I, you know, that's one of the things when people ask me a question, like you asked me, uh, you know, I'll never forget, uh, you know, and I'll always answer kind of like that because that was, that was really impactful for me. No, that is that is uh, really great. I mean, I think I think that is it's one of the most important things I feel like in the uh, the beginning, and then you continue on, and then you you know you move on and go to all these great places and do all these new things. And I mean, as far as far as too like with that, like I mean, when it comes to be it coming up with new ideas for your act, for new illusions, like you know any of that stuff, like I'm I'm interested, like where uh you know for like inspiration and ideas for those things i mean do you do you find specific things that that tend to spark ideas for your work are there are there like specific things you can point out that you go like that helps me with ideas on this or it, you know just like like influences with magic that's kind of interesting to me cuz like I, I would wonder where that kind of all comes from oh absolutely well you know what it's the inspiration for new magic comes from you know, everywhere from so many places uh you know i've heard musicians talk about that there's always like music flowing through their head um you know with me with magic there's always kind of magic flowing through my head my my, my no matter where i am i'm always um kind of on the lookout for something that's gonna stimulate an idea i could you know be at a store and see an object and i can go you know what that would be great to do this i could hear a lot of things come from music a lot of my magic over the years has come from hearing a piece of music and instantly seeing a piece of magic that fits that music if you check out a piece of magic i did on an nbc special called the world's most dangerous magic um it's a big spike escape where i was chained up between these flaming spikes and i had to get out before the spikes came in and i was covered with gasoline and it was it was pretty dangerous and the danger was real um but that entire concept came from a piece of music from a movie that I had heard. And as soon as I heard that music, 
I saw the whole thing in my head. I saw the spikes. I saw when they would come in. And I saw, you know, the whole nine yards. They used different music for the TV special um, uh, because they had a composer who made their own music for that. So that what you'll see in the video is not the music that inspired the piece of magic. But, you know, the music a lot of times directs me to um, kind of exactly where I want to go magically. There's another piece that I do where I walk through a steel wall. Uh, same thing. I heard a piece of music and uh, that was it. I saw I saw the whole thing. Even many of the interactive pieces I'm bringing to Jamestown. Um, there's a piece that closes the show. I don't want to spoil the surprise and say what it is. But that piece came from a piece of music that I heard. So, you know, um, it comes from but it comes from anywhere. It comes from reading books. It comes from, um, you know, visually hearing, you know, seeing something, seeing an object or hearing a story. Um, you know, so many, many, many things um, kind of spark that idea and you, and you take and you run with it. I love that. That's so neat to think of how that things can spark, including music, how like, you know, a piece like that can like spark this entire idea, you know, including in something else, not, you know, I mean, influencing music, influencing something outside of music, you know, I mean, obviously what you're doing is still an art form and everything. And it's like, it's cool to see, uh, you know, how the influence can like jump back and forth like that. That's really, that's really cool. And honestly too, like you're talking about some of those things you've, you've done in your career. And I mean, some really amazing performances and i mean you know like with the tricks and illusions and everything like is there is there anything that even you kind of look back that you've done and you yourself are almost amazed by like something that maybe maybe when you were originally coming up with the concept or putting it together you weren't even sure if you could pull it off and then you pulled it off i mean is there is there anything you look back that you have done and go like wow i'm almost surprised like i could even like get you know make something <laughs> like that happen well you know what i would say that not so much a piece of magic, but some of the places where I've been able to take the magic, um, looking back on, make me very happy. Because one of my goals was always to try and figure out where, where can I take magic that's, that's different? Where can I put magic where there isn't typically magic? What can I do? You know, even from, again, back in those early days, it was always about doing something different trying to go a step beyond trying to challenge myself to not just do what was easy or what was normal or what was the typical thing to do with magic but what can i do that's a little bit different one of the things that really stands out was um i've done a lot of uh, shows in arenas halftime shows for nfl games for example uh, and I'll, I'll levitate i'll float 10 feet in the air above the 50 yard line and so to come up with a piece while you're surrounded by six, like 60,000 people who are not surrounding you, but looking down at you um, and you're under open air and bright lights. Uh, so creating a piece of magic that, you know, successfully works and hopefully, you know, creates that sense of amazement and excitement in that type of environment, um, you know, makes me very happy because, again, that was my mission all along. So it's places I've been able to take magic. Um, you know, those fun challenges, those are things that really, you know, I'm really proud of and really make me happy to to think about. But it's all about moving forward and where can I go next and how can I build on that and keep keep pushing forward. That is, that is really cool. I mean, yeah, that is some real, uh, I mean, you know, bringing your magic places like that. I mean, those some of those experiences you've had, obviously, with it, 
you really can't compare it to anything else. I don't know how many other people can uh, say they've had an experience. Like you're talking about that like halftime performance. It's like I don't know how many people, including in that specific of a way, can uh, you know even compare something like that. So that's uh, that's really cool. I mean, again, and it's neat that uh, you've done all these things, and now we're going to get it here. You know, at the Regilin A. I mean, I know we I know we've already talked about it a little bit, but again, as we're kind of uh, Closing out here, I mean, for people, for the magic of Michael Grandetti uh, coming here September 17th at the Reg, you know, what, what is some more, I guess, of like to expect? What, are, what can we uh, come see and what can we kind of expect from the show from you? Well, the show is, um, I would tell you that the 90 minutes that I do my show every night is the most fun I have in my day. I absolutely love it. And my goal is to give that same sense of fun to the audience um the audience will see people not see people but they'll see things float in the air they'll see things teleport across the stage a lot of the magic uses items borrowed from the audience so they know that they're not tricked or gimmicked in any way they're their own objects um we get audience i get audience members up on stage and like i said throughout the show they will assist in the magic and many of them will actually get to perform a little piece of magic or help make the magic happen themselves uh, one audience member comes up on stage and even gets their own little lesson in magic, um, with, which they can have fun with. So it's like I said, it's about creating an experience for the audience where they just have a fun time and a, I hopefully a memorable time. And my goal is for everybody, you know, when they're leaving the theater to be talking about it in the car ride on the way home and to be going, well, how is that possible? Or how is this possible? So the show has many of those moments that hopefully build those memories in their mind. So I can't wait to be there. I, you know, I think we're going to have a great time. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of fun. So, I mean, you know, as, as we close up here, Michael, where uh, do we get more information on, you know, I mean, we have the performance, but I mean, even just your work in general, where do we kind of stay connected with you online and kind of find all things uh, Michael Grandinetti? A lot of places. So my social media, my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's all under my name, Michael Grandinetti. Uh, my website has a ton of information on where, where you know, I've been with the show, where we're going with the show. Uh, and I always welcome to people. I always welcome people to, you know, connect and follow us and, you know, even reach out if they have, if they've seen the show or if they have any questions on the show. Again, it's all about building that connection with the audience and, um, and uh, building that relationship with them as, as I travel around the country. So, you know, I can't, uh, I can't wait to be there in Jamestown. I, again, I'm really looking forward to it. 